Hello, everyone, and welcome to How About a Story. I'm Isaura. Uh, this week, we are sticking with Poe and jumping into the Raven. Now, first things first, when I decided to do this story, I was on a completely different page on what this story is actually about. I just remember being caught up in how mysterious the Raven was, and I I was totally disconnected on the the journey of the narrator. So developing that was a challenge. And of course, the timing of the poem came into effect as well. I try my best to complement all these obstacles while creating a dark, mysterious feel to the story. I tried to suspend that space between the dream, reality, and the narrator's longing. So here's what I came up with. Let's go ahead and jump into Edgar Allan Poe's world of words. This is the Raven. Once upon a midnight dreary, while I pondered weak and weary, over many a quaint and curious volume of forgotten lore, while I nodded nearly napping, suddenly there came a tapping as of someone gently rapping, rapping at my chamber door. "'Tis some visitor,' I muttered, tapping at my chamber door. Only this and nothing more. Ah, distinctly I remember it was in the bleak December, and each separate dying ember wrought its ghost upon the floor. Eagerly I wished the morrow, vainly I had sought to borrow from my books or cease of sorrow, sorrow for the lost Lenore, for the rare and radiant maiden whom the angels named Lenore, nameless here forevermore. And the silken, sad, uncertain rustling of each purple curtain thrilled me, filled me with fantastic terrors never felt before. So that now, to still the beating of my heart, I stood repeating, "'Tis some visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door, "'some late visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door. "'This is it, and nothing more.'" Presently, my soul grew stronger, hesitating then no longer. "'Sir,' said I, "'or madam, truly your forgiveness I implore.'" But the fact is, I was napping, and so gently you came rapping, and so faintly you came tapping, tapping at my chamber door, that I scarce was sure I heard you. Here, I open wide the door. Darkness there and nothing more. Deep into that darkness peering, long I stood there wondering, fearing, Doubting, dreaming dreams no mortal ever dared to dream before. But the silence was unbroken, and the darkness gave no token, and the only word there spoken was the whispered word, Lenore. This I whispered, and an echo murmured back the word, Lenore. 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 Merely this, and nothing more. Back into the chamber, turning all my soul within me, burning. Soon I heard again a tapping, somewhat louder than before. Surely, said I, surely that is something at my window lattice. Let me see then what threat it is, and this mystery explore. 
Let my heart be still a moment and this mystery explore. Tis the wind and nothing more. Open here I flung the shutter when with many a flirt and flutter in there stepped a stately raven of the saintly days of yore. Not the least obeisance made he, not an instant stopped or stayed he, but with mien of lord or lady perched upon my chamber door, perched upon a bust of palace just above my chamber door, perched and sat and nothing more. Then this ebony bird beguiling my sad fancy into smiling by the grave and stern decorum of the countenance it wore, Though thy crest be shown and shaven, though, I said, Art sure no craven, ghastly grim, and ancient raven, Wandering from the nightly shore? Tell me what thy lordly name is on the night's Plutanian shore. Quoth the raven, Nevermore. Much I marveled with ungainly fowl to hear discourse so plainly, Though its answer little meaning, little revelancy bore, for he cannot help agreeing that no living human being ever yet was blessed with seeing bird above his chamber door, bird or beast upon the sculpture bust above his chamber door, with such a name as nevermore. But the raven, sitting lonely on the placid bust, spoke only that one word, as if his soul in that one word he did outpour. Nothing farther than he uttered, not a feather than he fluttered, till I scarcely more than muttered, other friends have flown before. On the morrow he will leave me, as my hopes have flown before. Then the bird said, Nevermore. Startled at the stillness broken by reply so amply spoken, Doubtless, said I, what it utters is only stock and store, Caught from some unhappy master whom unmerciful disaster Followed fast and followed faster till his songs one burden bore, Till the dirges of his hope that melancholy burden bore, Of never, never but the raven still beguiling all my sad soul into smiling, straight I wheeled a cushioned seat in front of bird and bust and door. Then upon the velvet sinking, I betook myself to linking, fancy unto fancy, thinking what this ominous bird of yore, what this grim, ungainly, ghastly, gaunt and ominous bird of yore meant in croaking, nevermore. Then I sat engaging, in guessing, but no syllable expressing to the fowl whose fiery eyes now burned into my bosom's core. This and more I sat divining, with my head at ease reclining, on the cushion's velvet lining that the lamplight gloated o'er, but whose velvet violet lining with the lamplight gloating o'er. She shall pass, ah, nevermore. Then, methought, the air grew denser, perfumed from an unseen censer, swung by angels whose faint footfalls tinkled on the tufted floor. 
Wretch, I cried, thy God hath lent thee, by these angels he hath sent thee, respite and nepenthe from thy memories of Lenore. Quaff, oh quaff this kind of nepenthe and forget this lost Lenore, quoth the raven. Nevermore! Prophet, said I, thing of evil, prophet still, if bird or devil, whether tempter sent or whether temptest toss thee here ashore, desolate yet all undaunted, on this desert land enchanted, on this home by horror haunted, tell me truly, I implore, is there, is there balm in Gilead? Tell me, tell me, I implore, quoth the raven, nevermore. Prophet, said I, thing of evil, prophet still, if bird or devil, by that heaven that bends above us, by that God we both adore, tell this soul with sorrow laden, if within the distance Aden, it shall clasp a sainted maiden whom the angels name Lenore. Clasp a rare and radiant maiden whom the angels name Lenore. Quote the raven, Nevermore. Be that word our sign of parting, bird or fiend, I shrieked upstarting. Get thee back into the tempest and the night's plutanian shore. Leave no black plume as a token of that lie thy soul has spoken. Leave mine loneliness unbroken. Quit the bust above my door. Take thy beak from out my heart and take thy form from off my door, quote the raven. Nevermore. And the raven, never flitting, still is sitting, still is sitting, on the pallid bust of Pallas just above my chamber door. And his eyes have all the seeming of a demon's that is dreaming. And the lamp light o'er him streaming throws his shadow on the floor. And my soul from out that shadow that lies floating on the floor shall be lifted nevermore. 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 And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That was The Raven by Edgar Allan Poe. Thank you so much for listening to How About a Story. Hey, I am always looking for stories. And if you have a favorite public domain story, please let me know by sliding onto my Instagram page and sending me a message. Uh, this podcast was performed, edited, and produced by me, Isaura. If you haven't already, please go ahead and subscribe on your favorite podcast player. And until next time, what stories will you be getting into?